Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited today on the show. I have my friend Katie. Hi, Katie. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, For those that don't know, Katie has uh, her own podcast and I was a guest on hers and she kind of got this ball rolling for me. She gave me the great idea for the pixie dust at the end of the show. So I'm really happy to have you on the show, Katie. Thank you. Well, I was, I'm I'm glad that I could gently nudge you in the direction of podcasting because your podcast is awesome. So I'm I started it. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here and you know, it was so much fun recording your podcast. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about where they can find you and how they find you online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well the podcast, if you look it up on iTunes and it's also on, um, Google play, I believe, um, it's the most delightful thoughts podcast. And the best place to find me these days is on Instagram. Um, it's Katie underscore C underscore Miller. Um, I also have a Facebook group, uh, Most Delightful Thoughts um, group that uh, you can search uh, there on Facebook as well. But I, I spend a lot more time these days on Instagram. So that's, that is a fine. Thank you again so much, Katie. We have yeah. kind of connected uh, via Disney, obviously. Um, that's kind of how we met was on a Disney cruise years ago. A few- yes. How many years ago was that now? Two or three? I feel like it might have been three years ago and it was such a fabulous cruise. We had like, we have mutual, we have friends who are friends of each other Um, (laughs) and we were traveling with them and then we were all at the same table and as luck would have it, everybody just sort of clicked. It was one of the best dinners I've had on a Disney cruise with all of these great people. It was so much fun. It was just, I just remember just laughing about the weirdest stuff. Just (laughs) so fun. (laughs) We had such a ball. I was, yeah, it was one of the best Disney cruises um, I've had because everybody was sort of at the same level of Disney fandom. And um, yeah, we we really had a great time. But today I really wanted to chat with you about living as close as you do to the magic. Like I'm, we always talk about it. I'm so jealous about how close you live and how... (laughs) how you can kind of pack up for a weekend and go. So tell us a little bit about how, like how long have you lived that close to the magic? Yes, I moved to, I live in Fort Myers, which is in Southwest Florida. It's on the Gulf side of the state. Um, It's about a two and a half to three hour drive from Disney, depending on traffic and how fast I drive and all that. (laughs) Um, And I moved here, uh, it was three years ago this past July. So almost three and a half years having moved down here. Wow. And, you know, two and a half hours, really, people in Toronto, that's how far they travel to their cottage in the summer. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So for like weekend trips, some people, that's like two hours, that's what they'll do. So that's still pretty close. And you're close enough that you can get there for a quick weekend, um, but not close enough that you're there every day. So Right. Right. I've done day trips. um, you know, it, it's a little hard to do day trips in particular if it's super hot outside. Cause after you walk around the parks all day, like you don't really want to be in the car. For, oh, right. Hours. 
Um, but I have, I have done it. I don't do it that often, but yes, it's perfect for a weekend trip and even a single overnight. I mean, I've done where, um, I'm meeting friends and, and I'll get up early in the morning, drive up there, be there at park opening, have that whole day, have, you know, most of the next day in a park and drive home. And I'm only gone one night and it just feels like, you know, you have a nice little vacation and get away, but you weren't gone that long and it's, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. That is perfect to be that close to just say, okay, I'm going to go maybe for Saturday night and just meet friends, take off Saturday morning and come home Sunday night. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. That it, now, you know, people, I can, I know the answer, but I, I want to ask for everyone <laughs> listening. Do you ever get sick of it? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't. And I will say, you know, I, I moved here to this particular area, um, mostly because I have family who lives here. Um, but also, you know, I, I like, I like being near the coast, but I also like not being like super duper close to Orlando only because it's still, it's still a treat when I get to go, if that makes sense. It um, does. Yeah. Not so that I it or not that I wouldn't have fun if I lived close. Cause I, I mean, I have friends who live in the Orlando area and they pop in for, you know, a couple hours on, you know, on a Saturday or something. And that would be fun, but it, it still, it still seems fun and magical and special when I go because I can't go, you know, every single day. So. Right. So it still feels like a bit of a treat, a bit of an escape. Um, like I kind of liken it to whenever you get to stay outside of your own home, it feels like a, an yes. adventure kind of thing. So, so this would be sort of your, you can take like little weekend escapes and it doesn't ruin the magic if you're going all the time or you're going up. Now, how often do you get there? You know, I'd like to get there more often. Um, I, I try to get up at least every couple of months. Um, what ends up happening luckily is I have, you know, lots of friends who, who, who travel to Walt Disney world. So I'm able to, you know, either stay with them or meet them partway through their trip. Um, so I try to, I try to get up every couple of months if I can. Um, this summer was particularly busy, so I didn't get up as often. Um, but I, I hope to get up more this fall for sure. Now, do you have one planned? Like you're going up for more than just a weekend, aren't you? Yes. So my whole family, which is there's 15 of us. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. My parents um, are Disney Vacation Club members and they've the last, uh, we, this will be our second big family trip. And so they bank and bank and borrow a bunch of their DVC points. And we all go to Walt Disney World the week of Thanksgiving. Wow. So we did it, I believe it was three, two or three years ago um, is when we first went. And then we're going to go up there this year. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Now we're 15. Wow. Arranging all of those people and coordinating and, and it being family. There's something about arranging 15 friends that is much different than arranging 15 family members. Now, where are you staying? We are actually, um, so we, we had to do kind of a little bit of hopping around because not surprisingly, um, even when my, my, uh, my parents, you know, instigated the reservations right when that DVC window opened because it's Thanksgiving and because of Star Wars, it was a little slim pickings. Um, but we ended up, we're starting part of our trip at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then we are moving to the Grand Floridian, the cool. DVC rooms of Grand Floridian. So yeah, so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be really great. And, and we stayed Grand Floridian last time. And so we were looking forward to being there again too. And of course, love Animal Kingdom. So that's also perfect. Oh, wow. So you're, so you're just doing the two resorts. I know I'm always hopping from resort to resort too. 
Um, which is kind of, you know, sometimes it's a pain packing up and moving, but then on the flip side, you get to experience two, um, two different resorts during your week there. For sure. And for us too, you know, just from kind of a, if you want to call it a, a practical standpoint, I mean, a having there's, there's four little kids, you know, so the idea of packing up and moving four little kids multiple times is not all that exciting, but also with, with the points, you know, it was more economical point wise for us to be in animal kingdom a couple nights and then move to grand Floridian. So that right. helped too. Yeah. Now, how old are the kids that are going? Like, are they little, little? Um, well, I have nieces who are, I have a niece that's actually, she just turned 10. So she now gets to pay for it. You know, my parents got to pay for an adult Disney ticket. So woo-hoo. <laughs> um, 10, uh, a niece who will be turning eight next week, another niece who will turn four just before we go. And then my nephew who's two and a half. Wow. So you've got quite the age range going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of age ranges. And you know, what's nice is we had, we'd gone, like I said, a couple years before my, my niece, who's now going to be four, she was little. So it's, it'll be interesting to see kind of what types of rides she gravitates towards, but the older girls, um, have, a very similar temperament to when we first went. So I know, for instance, my oldest niece, like she wants to go on every thrill ride she's tall enough for. Oh. And her sister, you know, Faith, my her sister, um, you know, she prefers the like the Little Mermaid and Winnie the Pooh and Small World. And so it it that made planning nice because I could I, I had more of a grip on what they would actually enjoy doing from the last <laughs> time. We so. <laughs> that now, so I assume they all look to you to sort of coordinate and figure out what you're doing. Are you like the resident tour guide for the family? Yeah, I, I am. I affectionately refer to myself as tour guide Barbie because yes. that's what I feel. Um, I feel like I should get like one of those little stuffed animals on a stick, you know, oh. that the tour group use and yeah. I, I might actually do it. Um, but yeah, no, they, 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 they really, you know, left it up to me, which is nice. Um, it is, I have to be honest, it is a little bit stressful from the standpoint of, you know, it's important to me that everybody has fun and has a good time. And, you know, I don't want people to, I don't want to make a bad plan. And, but then I talked to my family and they really, you know, when I say they don't care, I mean, they're not, they're not going to be up in arms if, oh, we didn't do this X, Y, Z thing. You know, it's more about being together and, and hanging out as a family. But, but yeah, I did, I did our dining. Um, we just did our fast passes a couple weeks ago. Wow. Um, and my um, travel agent friends help with that, which was a huge help. It was so oh, wonderful. That's, and you know, we talk about this. You and I are both, we're big fans, but the, these travel agents, they come in very handy when you have a good one. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, and she's one of my, um, my friends from um, when I used to be an agent with Mouse World Travel, and I, I still am, am, am close to the, to the ladies there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was so nice to be able to visit with her beforehand and say, hey, these are the fast passes we're looking at. Again, it was for, um, 14 people. Cause my, my nephew, um, obviously he's two, so he didn't, he doesn't have a ticket. Thus he doesn't need to make fast passes. Um, but everyone else, you know, getting all these people on the attractions. I mean, it, it was really nice to kind of make up a plan and then talk over the plan with her. And she had some awesome suggestions Yeah, and I said, oh, just whatever you think is best, just roll with it. I trust you. And she got everything we wanted. Oh, that's awesome. And that's, so I know we've talked about it before. That's kind of, that is how we met. Um, Your your friend and my friend are both um, travel agency owners and we were traveling with them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't that funny? And that's how it all came together. I know it's crazy, right? Um, So what kind of dining reservations did you, did you end up getting? So I know like, you know, when you go often people figure, you know, 
the great places to eat. So where, where do you guys decide to go? Well, what we decided was kind of based on our park touring plan. So because it's Thanksgiving and because we have little kids and because we want to cut down on the meltdowns for adults and kids as much as possible, um, we're doing three park days. So we're going to be there Saturday to some of us are checking out the following Saturday, some Sunday, so a week. Um, and in that week, we're doing three park days and we're having a couple days off. Nice. So, yeah, because we thought, well, Thanksgiving, we're not going to mess around going to a park because that's just going to be crazy. And then we have a, a free day in the middle of the week just you know, to let people regroup. The kids want to go to the pool and stuff like that. Um, so for dining, we're going to go, we're going to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. And for us, I felt like the key was, number one, places where you could get a larger group dining reservation because mm -hmm. sometimes it's a little dicey. Um, but also things that I thought – adult, the adults and the kids would eat. And that was sort of low on fuss. Um, so in Magic Kingdom, we are doing, um, and I'm terrible at the official names, um, but the horseshoe diamond horseshoe. Okay. Yeah. We haven't done that before. So we're doing that. Um, a lot of people in my family are big, you know, like meat and potatoes, that kind of campfire food sort of thing. So that was, we're going to do that our Magic Kingdom day. Um, our animal kingdom day, we're eating at Tusker house, which also ticks the character meal yeah. box. And then, um, we did have a reservation at Teppanado for Epcot, but I, I was kind of on the fence about that, but I thought, well, it'll be okay. Um, and then I kept looking and looking and actually a couple weeks ago was able to get us beer garden instead, which I think the kids will really enjoy. And again, it's a buffet. So there's lots of food choices. So I was trying to do things like that, that I thought, you know, would appeal to a wide variety of tastes and ages and that type of thing. So. Yeah, those sound great, actually. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that one in the Magic Kingdom myself in years. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what you think after you've had it. I'll, I'll be looking for your posts and your Instagram pictures of the food. Well, yeah, and, I'll, and, and follow along. So I'll be, obviously, I'll be, I'll be posting it as I go. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm excited too. I think, I think it'll be really neat. And um, last time we went, we ate at Liberty Tree, which was also really great. And that's when I tried to get this year and couldn't, but for people who might be going during the holidays, um, I know Liberty Tree does for sure. And I'm sure there are other restaurants, but I, I don't know off the top of my head, but like Liberty Tree, you know, you can do a sort of one price, what I would call maybe a traditional Thanksgiving meal. So if you're going around that time and you don't want to like have to cook a Thanksgiving meal in your hotel room, or you don't want to mess with that, um, you know, get a reservation at Liberty Tree and call it your Thanksgiving meal. That's yeah. what I would do. Oh, that's Easy. a great idea. Yeah. So and yeah, we, we, we thought our, our plan is to have one meal as a group. We, we are going to the parks as a group and we have fast passes as a group. Um, but what we did last time, which seemed to really help is we, you know, we were all in the park together, but if, for instance, um, you know, if one, if some of the little kids want to go meet characters and the older kids aren't really into it, well then, you know, some of us can take the little ones to meet Mickey or meet Ariel and, you know, the older kids can go on some of the attractions with grandma and grandpa or whoever. So we'll split up a little bit too. Yeah. And that, because like, that's a huge group, like it's a big group to navigate when, when it's busy in the parks and, you know, you've got little ones with you too. Yeah. And you really just can't, I mean, I, I think the difficult thing, like you said, is going and, and going around with a huge group. Cause then what you end up doing is what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Yes. Where are we going next? I don't know. Where do you want to go? And so, like I said, we do have fast passes at certain times. that will kind of dictate our movement a little bit, but I would imagine as we did last time, um, we'll, we'll, 
split up a little bit, you know, maybe some kids are going to want a treat or ice cream or popcorn or something at different times of day. So we'll split up and, you know, get them treats. And yeah. one thing we do fast passes, um, that again, my friend, Wendy at Mouse World really, really helped with was for instance, you know, there's a group of, of the older kids and the adults are going to go on space mountain. And then, um, some of the adults like me and my, I have a sister-in-law who's expecting, um, so she's not going to be doing space mountain, yeah. and, but, um, you know, we're going to take the kids on Winnie the Pooh at the same time. So we, we did that kind of overlapping fast passes that were close ish to each other or close enough mm-hmm. to where, you know, what, basically avoiding one group standing outside the ride waiting while For the others, right. While waiting. the others are riding. Yeah. And especially the little, little kids, that's not, I mean, that's not something that they're interested in. So oh, no, <laughs> kind of overlap those times if, if at all possible. So we did do that, but there are certain things we're all going to do together, like the safari at animal kingdom. Um, we're going to go to the festival of the lion king show. So there's attractions we're all going to do together too. And that'll be fun. You should have a full bus just for you guys on the, <laughs> on the safari. Wouldn't that be hilarious? I know. I, I just like, I'm, I'm envisioning that the cast members eyes when going to pop out and they say, how many in your group? And I say, 15. you know, and it, we did a whole trip. Um, at the beginning of the year with the the ladies from Pure Magic. And when we got to Animal Kingdom, we had our own bus um, on the safari. And what a great photo op. So make sure you've got your camera out and get a cast member to get a picture of that when you get on the bus. Oh, that's perfect. We'll do that. That's a great idea. Yeah, because that would be that would be awesome. That would yeah. be really cool. It's so much fun. Now you've got Tusker House at Animal Kingdom, and I love Tusker House. It's such a great character meal. And I feel like it's one of those underrated ones that that people don't you know, they don't talk a lot about. Well, I agree. And I think there's a thing with um, Tusker House, Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and even Restaurant Marrakesh at, at Epcot. I think people might get a little nervous by what they might perceive as, you know, food that's maybe too ethnically specific, or maybe I'm not going to enjoy it. Or, But I've, when I've kind of stepped outside the box, I've never had a bad meal. Right. Um, especially, you know, at, at Tusker house, it's been a couple of years since I've been there, but I know they have lots of, um, you know, different cold and hot salads and fruit and vegetables and different kinds of meat. And, and so, and, and the character interactions are super cute because the characters are wearing like their safari gear. So it's really adorable. Um, and yeah, I think, I think, and, and sometimes too, I think those reservations are a little easier to get because maybe people are looking at the menu and it's not exactly meat and potatoes, but it's not. I don't think it's crazy out there either. No, I I don't think so either. And I mean, I'm not the most adventurous when it comes to to trying new foods. Um, And I always have a good meal at Tusker House. So that, you know, there is, there are meal, you know, things that I I don't necessarily try when I'm there, but there's still plenty that I enjoy. And I I quite like that meal. So yeah, I think it's going to be a great time. Now you've got pool days planned, which is nice. I think people really underestimate how, how fun a Disney vacation can be outside the parks. For sure. And we're going to go to the pool. We'll probably go to Disney Springs. Um, I think it's, it, it was always my biggest tip when I was a travel agent and even still something that I say to friends who are going for the first time, you're not going to be able to see and do everything. So don't, don't stress yourself out trying to go, go, go. And a vacation is not for me. A vacation is not relaxing when every moment of your day is scheduled and there's no time to just have downtime. 
I, I think you need to have downtime and especially, especially for little kids um, or even, you know, young, younger kids, like, like, like I said, my nieces are eight and 10. That's a lot of walking. Yes. And they're going to get physically tired. They're going to get emotionally tired. And if you have those days built in to where there's really no schedule or plan, like I said, we're at the Grand Floridian, they have a, a beautiful pool area. And one of the things I love about their pool area in particular is they have like a zero entry splash pad type of situation. Yes. Um, which it's, is really nice for the little, little ones. Cause obviously we're going to be watching them, but, but it's, it's a lot easier on the grownups versus watching the two year old in the big pool. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot more relaxing for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. And that the Grand Floridian has an amazing pool and, and that splash pad, I think it's so much fun. That splash pad, it's so well themed. It's, it's adorable. It's so lovely. Um, we're looking forward to that relaxing day. And, and, you know, and there's plenty, to your point, there's plenty of things to do around the resort. And, and I even like riding the monorail around to the monorail resorts. Yes. And so, you know, maybe during the day, maybe I'll take a couple of my nieces and we'll ride the monorail and, you know, go get a treat at the contemporary or look around the store at the Polynesian or, you know, any number of things. I think that stuff is a lot of fun too. And, and if you, if you have that downtime, you can explore some of that stuff that if you're go, go, go you're just not going to have the time to do. I totally agree. And I, I tell people the same thing. I mean, for all the times I've been, you've been like, we haven't yeah. seen everything. So no. there's no way in your seven day trip, no matter how well you plan that you're going to see everything. So just stop and smell the roses and enjoy what else is out there. Absolutely. For sure. And, and I heard someone say once, and I thought this was such a great tip is, you know, whether it's, as a group you choose, or if you have a smaller group of each person chooses, you know, choose a couple things that you say, like, we really, really, really want to do X, Y, Z this trip. And then everything else is gravy. Yes. So whether it's like, you know, whether it's, oh, we've never done, um, we've never done, never done seven dwarfs mind train. So we really want to do mind train. And, you know, even if we have to wait in line, that's okay. That's one of our things, or we really want to eat at such and such restaurant. And then everything else is just a bonus. And then you're not stressed out. Yes. And that is such a great tip. Now, do you try to do something new every time you go? Like, do you, do you make a point of saying, okay, I'm going to do this one thing that I've never done before. Or I haven't done in years. I really try. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out. I do. I do really try. Um, and there are things, like you said, I mean, I've been, I've been going, even when I didn't live here, I've been going pretty consistently for the last 10, 15 years. Um, and like, I, I'm sure I've done it before, but like, I can't remember that I've done certain attractions like the Tiki room. You know what I mean? I mean, there's yeah. things that I, that I'm sure I've done it at some point. Um, so I, I do try to do those or, um, even attractions where, you know, maybe, maybe it's something that I've done frequently, but I, I, I try to watch for new and different things. Like one of my favorite things is, um, Haunted Mansion is probably one of my favorite attractions. And, I just love trying to see new things in the set that maybe I haven't seen before or yeah. haven't paid much attention to. And that stuff is fun. Oh, I totally agree. I love doing that kind of stuff. My favorite for looking for little details is the carousel of progress. The yes. For little tiny details in that one. Oh my gosh, I could do it all day. And that's an attraction. It's so funny you say that. That is one that up until about two years ago, I had never done it. And I was with my friend, Michelle, and and she looked at me like I had four heads. She's like, <laughs> you've never done carousel progress? I'm like, no. Well, I mean, not for any not for any reason. I wasn't avoiding it. It was it just, I just hadn't done it. 
So they, yeah, that, that's a fun one. That's, that's a fun one. Yeah. And I did, I did the same, you know, I pride myself. I've been on every attraction, but a couple of years ago, I thought I have not been on Astro Orbiter. I don't think I have. And my mm-hmm. sister's like, no, you must've done it as a kid. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. So I wrote it and let me tell you, you don't do it. <laughs> it's, no, that's on the list of things I've done once, like yeah. Tower of Terror. I'm like, I've done it. I don't need to do it again. I've yeah. done it. I've had the experience. exactly there's the one and dones and that one uh if you're over 20 it's 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 very difficult to get in and out of let me tell you oh it is you are so right yeah if you're not super limber just just prepare yourself oh yeah maybe get in that thing getting out and you're not going to look so cute but whatever yeah (laughs) yeah i was very glad nobody was filming me um (laughs) so this disney springs what have you got on you know big group of 15 are you doing any dining at disney springs when you go we don't have any scheduled um what we will probably do is walk around let the kids go in the big world of disney store um i imagine they'll shake grandma and grandpa down for some vacation spending money (laughs) um which is you know is not difficult to do no um and probably end up like taking everybody to Ghirardelli or something like that to get a treat, which is another fun thing to do. And especially, I mean, if you've got a group and you don't mind sharing food, I mean, you can get three or four of those Sundays. They're enormous. Yes. Like, again, if you don't mind sharing food, you can share some of those Sundays or the, you know, the, like the banana split is so good. Um, so we'll probably do things like that. We don't have dining reservations yet, but um, you know, depending on what's available, we might snag something. Yeah. And there's so many great places to snack around at Disney Springs too. I love that new, I I know people had mixed reactions when it, when it was being done, but that Disney Springs remodel is unbelievable. Isn't it? It's perfect. And what I love about it, and I was trying to explain it to a friend who hadn't been when it was the quote unquote old way. But, you know, the thing that was so frustrating to me when it was Disney, you know, when it was downtown Disney was there was basically one path in and out. And so all those people were concentrated in one spot mm-hmm. and there's still the main thoroughfares, but there's so many little, little side streets and crossways and different things that it really disperses the traffic, which I think makes it much more enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the perfect way of describing it. It just doesn't seem quite so busy anymore. And I've been there at different times, you know, where it's supposed to be busy, but it just doesn't feel the same crowd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love sure. the new layout for sure. It's, I found though that I've spent more time in the store than I used to, because I feel like the old, the old layout was a lot more like room centric. So I could go and say, I've done this room. I've done this room. I've done this yeah. room. Yeah, this one is so open that I found myself wandering back and forth into the same spots again and then finding something new that I hadn't seen. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, it works. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and the nice thing too, is there's, you know, again, we can split up if we want. I mean, if some of us, you know, like if my, my sisters-in-law and I, my sister, I mean, maybe we want to go to Lily Pulitzer or Sephora or Vera Bradley or, you know, we can do some of that shopping down there too. And that's when I would look in those stores in particular, Vera Bradley. Um, if you're at all into their bags, it's a super cute store. You can get like monogramming and things done there. It's, it's really cute. And I believe they even do carry some of, some of the Disney patterns that they have available. So yeah, it, that's a great little store. You're right. And Sephora too. I, you know, next time I'm there, I have to check it out. I think we actually talked about Sephora on your podcast. We did. did. I love Sephora. So fun. 
Oh, it's been so much fun chatting with you, Katie. Like just, I'm so excited to see about this trip and follow along and, you know, 15 people, family on a vacation. I think it's fantastic. And what it's going to be so much fun and we're, we're so looking forward to it. And the kids are so excited. My nephew who's two asks his mom every day, you know, today is today the day we're going to go see Mickey Mouse. I mean, they're just, they're so excited. It's going to, and that's, what's the most fun is just kind of experience it, experiencing it through their eyes. And, oh Yeah. That, oh, it sounds so wonderful. I'm so excited for you. Well, thanks. It'll be fun. And thank you again so much for joining me on the show. Um, Absolutely. As you know, at the end of the podcast, I do, I ask my guests um, and I share something that brought me pixie dust this week. And that was an idea that came from your podcast. Yeah. Um, It's such a great idea because your podcast, you end with something that just is, you found delightful. And I love that. So I've kind of, you know, with your permission, taken it and now made it pixie dust. (laughs) So what have you got that um, you could share with the audience this week that brought you a little pixie dust this week in your life? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's actually, it's, it's two things, sort of. So I had had a, um, a book suggested to me, um, and the author is Kate Quinn. And she has two books, um, The Alice Network and The Huntress. And they're both set around World War II. And, um, I read the Alice network first. Um, it was recommended to me by a friend. And if you follow the actress, Reese Witherspoon has her own book club now. And that was one of her book club selections. Um, so I got it from the library and it was a total page turner. I mean, I read it in like two days. It was just a total page turner. And then she had another book, um, the Huntress that is, a you know, has a little bit of overlap of characters, but you can read them separately. Um, and it's around the same, same time period. Um, so broadly, I mean, the Alice Network is about a female spy network and some, some characters that cross in and out of that. Anyway, they're just really, they're really well-written, page-turning mysteries. And as a bonus, if you're interested, like in, in that point of time in history, if that and all interests you, they're just, they're fabulous. And I, I cannot wait for her to write something else because I just oh. devoured them. That's, you can't, you can't put a price tag on a great book that takes you to another yeah like that takes you off to another place it's just yeah that's great I will link to this um I will link to them in the show notes as well yeah for sure yeah I I would I would recommend checking them out absolutely um mine this week I actually it was a pixie dust fan that uh sent me this was I am addicted to Tim Hortons you know in Canada we have Tim Hortons yeah Um, Yeah. everybody talks about their coffee but what's really underrated is their steeped tea and it's a really good cup of tea um, and it's well steeped and it's just perfect. Every time you go, you get the same cup of tea, no matter which Tim Hortons you go to. And nice. I was, you know, but what about when you're at home? I always drank Red Rose. So one of uh, Pixie Dust fan reached out to me and said, guess what I found at Loblaws? They have tea bags that are Tim Hortons steep tea. So oh. I, yeah, so I picked it up last a uh, couple of weeks ago and I finally found my teapot and and made a really good cup of tea and it tasted just like it. So I'm very happy to have Tim Horton's awesome. steep tea at home now. <laughs> um, and, and probably a fourth of the price. Absolutely. Which is also, also a bonus. Yeah, I think that I think the box of tea bags cost me the same as like four cups at the at Tim Horton's. So I'm I'm quite happy with that savings. 
Oh, I love, I love a good tea. In fact, we have a, like a little restaurant tea room here where I live and my girlfriends and I like to go every couple months and it's just like, it, I, it, it's hard to beat a good cup of tea. It oh, really is. it is. Now, have you ever done the tea at, now I'm going back to Grand Floridian. Have you ever done the afternoon tea there? You know, I haven't. And it's so funny you bring it up. I'm, I'm considering taking my niece. So in my family, um, I did it for my, my, uh, two nieces and then this niece coming up that for their fourth birthday, I do something special with them. Like one niece, I took her to the American girl store, another niece who we went to shed aquarium in Chicago. And, um, I'm considering taking my, uh, four-year-old niece, Evelyn to the tea since we'll be at the grand Floridian, maybe on our free day. Oh. Um, I'm going to talk to her dad about it because the only thing I'm hesitating on is it is a little pricey which I don't mind spending the money, but I want her to enjoy it. And I don't know if she's still a little bit too little to enjoy it, but it looks fabulous. And I thought about doing it nearly every time I'm there. Oh, and yeah, I've done it a few. Now I haven't done it with kids. That's the one thing I haven't done. I've done it with adults. I think I've done it four or five times. I absolutely love it. It is such a great treat, but I've seen kids there enjoying it as well. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, I'd love to hear what it's like to do with a kid if you, if you end up doing it. Well, and I think by taking a look at their, at their menu, it looks like there's different options at different price points, depending on, you know, do you want a full meal? Do you want tea and snacks? Um, and maybe the tea and snack would be more up her alley and, you know, probably a, a couple hours, which is probably the max amount of time <laughs> yeah. you want to sit there. So Exactly. Uh, Well, thank you again so much, Katie. And I really hope you guys have a fabulous time when you go. Can we just um, remind everybody where they can find you in your delightful podcast? Yes, absolutely. Yes, it is uh, the most delightful thoughts podcast. So if you search like on Apple Podcasts, you'll be able to find it there. Um, I just we just published 21st or 22nd episode. So flipping right along. you can find me on Instagram. It's Katie underscore C underscore Miller. And the Facebook group is uh, the most delightful thoughts Facebook group. So if you search, you can find it there as well. Um, but would love to have you listen to the podcast and hopefully I can get you back on my podcast too. And maybe actually, maybe we should plan for you to come on after our trip. And then I can kind of give you the, that the would play be- happens. We'll do that. I'd love that. That would be so much fun. And of course, I'll link to all of that in the show notes. And thank you again, Katie. It's always a blast talking to you. Oh, thanks. It's so much fun. I'm so glad we did this. Me too. Have a great vacation. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I hope you've subscribed so you get a new episode every Wednesday morning. If you did enjoy the podcast, I'd love it if you could leave a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on or share it with a friend that you think might enjoy it. I really do appreciate your support. Thanks again. Until next time, remember you're never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.